Yeah, you see what I mean? Like that's a really good, like. I'm, I mean, yeah. That's it's that's, both of them, right? Yeah, it's both of them. Yeah. That's good. Bexy boys. I was fucking. That's the Bexy boys. I had that on my like original MP3 player when I was in like tenth grade, and I it was a it was an ordeal to find that again. Yeah, well, I tried crack one time for like six years. It was all right. <laughs> you don't see me uh, bragging about it. Bringing it up every goddamn day, you do. We tell you, you <laughs> every do, and then you don't remember. Day. You don't remember because all the crack. It's fried your damn brain. But it's it's no longer a part of my life. But, uh, it is your life. Let's let's it's keep on going. Your it's your whole life. Uh, hello, hi, hi, hello. Welcome to uh, Designated Hits, the show where Andy's about to shit on me and Josh for the next hour and a half. Goddamn uh, right. <laughs> um, if it is your first time here, sorry. Um, we, we do, uh, we, we like to talk and argue and, and have these really, we really like to compare things to other things. Like, God, I can't tell you the amount of things that me and Josh have compared to various professional wrestlers and silly abstract. Yeah. Where it's this idea of like, Hey, like what if Beck and the beastie boys were two baseball teams who would win if you put different songs up against each other? So that's where we're at today. Um, I am representing uh, the Beatsy Boys, one of my my very first favorite bands, and Josh is here with Beck. Uh, and Andy is the umpire. May God have mercy on us all. Yeah, y'all picked some trash songs, <laughs> trash artists. Uh, I'm just going to be like, well, both of them suck, but uh, this, one, this uh, one's a little better. Uh, Josh, I believe you are the home What's team? Up? Are you the home team? I want to be the home team and yes. explain myself second. Okay, so uh, so I'm gonna go first. Um, I'm actually gonna let my it. I'm gonna let my band introduce themselves from one of the earliest songs they've ever recorded, titled "Beastie Boys." Ah, go. Yeah, that's what they started off as. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't pick that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is like, that was their, like, uh, like, that is what the Beastie Boys started as. Was this 
super hardcore punk band in New York in the 80s, like in the early 80s. Um, and then they discovered, uh, uh, they like met up with like Russell Simmons and Rick Rubin, and they discovered like hip hop and made some good decisions, made some bad decisions. Uh, there's really, I highly recommend the Beastie Boys book that came out this year. I listened to the audiobook of it, it's really good. Um, and it goes really deep. Like the first half of the book is like the first like eight years of their existence because it's a lot of setting up early eighties music scene in New York and kind of how they all came together. Uh, but there are three good Jewish boys from New York and, uh, Adam Yauch, Michael Diamond and Adam Horowitz. Uh, and they're, they're best known for, Maybe not their, but like their their legacy will always kind of be, uh, uh, licensed to ill, and you got to fight for your right to party and all that, and it's nah, like that's not great. But you know, it's they are their their legacy should be their inventiveness. Like, they have, um, they have, by the way, that beeping's coming, not the beeping, but the the message sound is, uh, anyway, um, the, uh, they, they can change themselves to anything depending on the day, and I've, I've done my best in the songs that I've chosen to kind of go over that. Like, it could have been really easy to be like, I want Brass Monkey, and you gotta fight for your right to party. And you got to fight for your right to party another 14 times. Yeah. Uh, so you're just not playing to win. I mean, it's yeah, cool. Listen. It's that's it's a strategy. I'm which, not saying it's, it's a, a good one. strategy, Cotton. Which big yeah. songs do you have? I've got, like, Intergalactic. Nothing. Intergalactic, uh, Intergalactic okay. yeah. is, like, their big Intergalactic song. Intergalactic is, is a pretty big song. Yeah, yeah, if you ask me, like, what are my three favorite, like, Beastie Boy songs, it would be Intergalactic, to Check It Out, and mm-hmm. Sabotage. Like yeah. that would have been the three big songs yeah. I would have went with, but yep. sabotage yeah. and intergalactic for sure. Uh, but it is really interesting, like because when I met you, mm-hmm. you know, I was seventeen and I'd heard their other songs, but yeah, if you asked me who's the Beastie Boys, I'd have been like, oh, they're the Fight for Your Right to Party band, and you were like, yep. hey, no, that's actually not them. That was yeah, like not at all a like, misinterpreted check, thing. Check like, you, like I remember, listen, I, I like, got. Like my freshman year of high school, my sophomore year of high school, for Christmas, like after I kind of discovered the Beastie Boys, I got this this compilation called The Sounds of Science. And it was like this three or four disc set that is just like it was this really comprehensive uh, uh, thing of basically everything up until To the Five Burrows, like their 2004 album. And it had like it was like 40 something songs day. over these like and it's also the name of a song on Paul's Boutique. It's a really good song. Um, and in the book, they had a booklet in that and in the booklet, they had something written for every song and there were weird songs in it. There was B sides. There was a, in that, on that album, there is a live recording of Biz Marquis singing Benny and the, Benny and the Jets. Nice. Uh, what? It's yeah. It's hell wild, yeah. Man. You got to send that to us <laughs> um, after this, man. Why don't you just you. play that? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, that would have been the best lead. And in. I remember like, cause, cause that Beastie Boy song, that like punk song is the first song on that first disc. Um, and going through that and that like I highly recommend it's on Spotify kind of in its in its entirety. If anybody wants to learn what the Beastie Boys are, go listen to that because it is this fascinating anthology that covers their highs and lows and the good and the bad and everything. And that booklet that came with it, every single song had a few paragraphs written about it. And I remember 
reading the one for You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. Because even then, I was like, I didn't, like, when I would listen to, like, License to Ill, I kind of skipped that song. Like, it didn't really do much for me. And then they were like, like, that song is the perfect example of how to do satire incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's what satire requires, like a clarity of purpose and target, lest you be confused for the thing that you are trying to satirize. And they were like, yeah, no, like we were making fun of those guys. And then those guys are the people at our concerts. And then the next thing you know, we, we were just like drinking natty light and had an inflatable penis on the stage and we oh, were just yeah. becoming that. And so after that kind of initial license to ill tour, they never played that song live again. Uh, because they were like, no, that's not who we want to be. Um, it's actually a really good. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just really fascinating, like to to get that image and to get it on such a large scale, and to like know that they were never even that. Like, it's really yeah. just out there. And like, they really pushed back against it later on. Like, there's a song. Oh, I don't remember if it's on Check Your Head or Ill Communication, but it's like early mid '90s. It's called Song for the Man, and it is this like really weird, trippy, slow, like psychedelic song that is just this takedown of toxic masculinity. <laughs> and that's, awesome. that's a wild thing to think about on like from like a rap group in the early '90s. Um, there's a song on I think it's on Sure Shot, or there's a verse on it where MCA says like you know. Uh, I, I want to say a little something the song overdue the disrespect to women has got to be through like to all the mothers and the sisters and the wives and friends I want to offer my love and respect to the end and that sounds really corny and like like you know kind of uninspired but that was in like 92 and in 92 right. from a rap group that was revolutionary and there's a really interesting chapter in the Beastie Boys book I don't remember who wrote it but it was this idea of like like hey I was a teenager in the 90s or in the 80s in New York and a feminist and I really had to reconcile my love for the Beastie Boys with that uh because they were just kind of toxic masculinity in like encompassed in that first album which is why I don't have anything from that first album on my list I very consciously was like I don't want anything from License to Ill would have been really easy but I didn't want that I almost didn't pick anything from the 80s but I couldn't not get anything off of Paul's Boutique because that album is a masterpiece but like I didn't want that version of them. I didn't want to bring that here. Um, I wanted to show what they are and not what their image is. Uh, and I hope that I can really get that across today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like sticking with like the metaphor of us being in a car, listening to an iPod. Like if we give you the iPod and tell you to play Beastie Boys, we don't expect to hear sabotage. Oh yeah. We like, expect you to thing, be like, like, Hey, go play song seven on album. Yeah. Four. Let me get, let me get you that. Deep I mean, I, d- I do want you to play but sabotage, but I, I do yeah. feel like I know I could learn yeah. other shit that's good by them. But yeah, like yeah, uh, like we're in the car. I'm gonna. I mean, like, I don't gonna, see that shit on this like, list. But I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna like make a playlist that's like, you know, like all right, I'm gonna have to put the pill inside of the piece of cheese to give to my dog. Like, okay, we're gonna have sabotage, and we're gonna have this like kind of deep cut that's really interesting, and then oh hey look, it's check it out, and then oh like look, here's this other really interesting thing after that. You know, you kind of gonna. But here I was like, well, I only got one shot here. I gotta really go. Yeah. Gotta dig in deep. Hey. Uh, yep. Josh, tell me about Beck. So, uh, Jeff Beck was an English guitarist in the 70s. He was an original member of the Yardbirds. Um, what the fuck is happening? The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I-, I had to do that. I'm sorry. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. 
I was All like, right. damn, I didn't know he was English. I was about what to say, like, I, I was like, <laughs> right, number one, his first name is Jeff, and number two is British? And, <laughs> I was like, and I was like, wait a minute, I've heard the name Jeff back before. Yeah, he was. That's uh, the same dude? Oh my what? god. He's aged so well. There was a dude I went to school with who swore until 11th grade history that Stonewall Jackson and Andrew Jackson were the same person. I mean, they're not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Stonewall was like the Civil War, yeah. and Andrew Jackson was president 35 years before. Yeah, yeah, Stonewall both, is uh, similarly shit. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, so both both pretty bad, then. but true. Yeah, this ain't a history lesson about real history. This is about Beck and it's whatever history about, he represents. This is about the stuff that matters. Beck, yeah, Beck. All right, so yeah, when I decided to do Beck, I was like, I had always like appreciated Beck because he's just an appreciated dude for his talents, but I'd always kind of wanted to dive into him. So when Adam was like, I want to do Beastie Boys, do you have anybody adjacent? I was like, I think I'll tackle Beck. So I was like, I'm going to go listen to every so one I, of his so songs. So I got him in the open field and really took him out of the knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, been I targeting. tackled, uh, watched some rugby tackling lessons. <laughs> helmet to helmet. Led with my shoulder, no. Really tried to take his head off. Targeting. Yeah. You T-boned him, man. You tucked your head and God. just We should got get him. a tally of how many times we spiral off into tangents on this podcast. Oh, it's, I mean, that's half the fun anyway. That's half yeah. the podcast. You're right. That's half uh, every podcast. It is. All right. Well, I listened to all the songs, didn't really find anything that really got me. Like when I listened to Pink and Nirvana, like I was like, yeah, this this tells me something. Yeah, and like the entire time I was listening to Beck, I was just like, "This is literally just a song." Like, I pre- <laughs> like I don't mind empty calories. Like, I don't like I like an yeah. empty calorie song, but like there's something so soulless about what Beck was doing on so many of his songs, and like yep. it was so hard to connect to it. And I was like, "Why is it like this?" So I started looking into Beck a little more and trying to figure out what happened. And we talked last time about or two times ago about postmodernism and how yeah postmodernism came about and this nihilism could either be like something that was a genuine revolt against baby boomerism or like a very toxic state of mind. And we brought up like Trumpism and smashing pumpkins and free alt right thinkers, free thinkers, whatever. We didn't mention one of the big ones. Scientology. Oh, I forgot that Beck is a Scientologist. So shit. I didn't know. I totally forgot that Beck is a Scientologist. Ah. So Beck's a Scientologist. But it's different. Like, when I found that out, I was like, oh, yeah, listening to Beck is like watching a Tom Cruise movie. Like, you appreciate it. It's good. You have fun. But when you leave it, you're like, I don't know anything more about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, I have no idea who Tom Cruise is. Doesn't know how to clap. I don't, like, I don't get him. And, like, that's how I felt listening to Beck. But I went and looked into, like, the Beck Scientology thing. He was born into it mostly. Like, his parents, according to the Scientology website, have been Scientology for 45 years, and he's 49. So Beck was raised in Scientology. Beck's parents, uh, I think his dad was like a music producer, and his mom was like an artist of some kind. And um, they both turned out to be unsuccessful. No, his mom was one of the Warhol girls. And when the Warhol oh. factory God, shut that down... that doesn't shock me at yeah, all. They moved to L.A., and Beck grew up really poor. I don't know if you know many... Beck songs, but a lot of them speak Spanish. Beck grew up in a really poor Spanish neighborhood, and he didn't fit in. And yeah, but he's, his yeah. music's really influenced by that. Yeah, he has an album Doy called un and, But Doy un Perdedor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Beck was raised really weird, and then 
He was older. He kind of moved out when his mom got remarried to some other Scientologist dude. He decided to move to New York City with $8 to his name and met all these people who were doing this weird postmodernism like uh, slam poetry. And he got really into that, except he would try to rap because he really just enjoyed rap music and playing these weird instruments. And then he moved back home. Um, and when he got back home, he met this guy who was like, let's just record a song. And he was like, all right, well, he recorded Loser. And Loser took off because it was the anthem of that postmodernism. Like, Loser is very much a yeah, Nirvana yeah. song. Like, that's what it sounds like. But that's not anything that Beck meant by it. Like, yeah. Beck wasn't trying to make a statement. Beck was just like, I don't understand how to convey or articulate emotions because I've been told to suppress them since I was four years old. Yeah, because like, Scientology. You gotta right. Watch, yeah. You got to watch your thetans. And like, Beck is technically still a Scientologist. He's never claimed he's not a Scientologist, but he's never yeah. really supported it. He got tied up with something called the Golden Suicides in 2007, 8, that were this really weird thing where he cut somebody from a music video and uh, Tom Cruise had somebody removed from a movie and the people ended up committing suicide and there was this big, Shit. they were crazy, but it was written by somebody at Vanity Fair that was also a Scientologist and like, I went down that wormhole one night and was like, I don't think I want to touch this. That's but it's one of those things wild. where, yeah, it's it's something if you want to look into it. It's called the Golden Suicides. There's not much more than that out there about it, like conspiracy yeah. theories that spread on the web, spread on the internet when of course. it was easy for misinformation to spread. Um, when it was. Yeah. I like well, how that's past tense, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Beck... You're right. But like in 2008, you didn't fact check anything. Like yeah. you didn't have anybody that, like even me or you, like we would read something and it wasn't like we could easily go. Like if I came into a room with y'all and was like, oh, I just read that Bet killed somebody. Y'all would be like, what? You could Google it right then is what I'm saying. I, I got mean, you. Yeah, I was yeah. in a turd. Yeah, anyway, sorry. no, you're good. <laughs> Beck you, recorded a few albums. He really worked with the Beastie Boys producer a lot. I don't have his name at the uh, at my fingertips, but he worked with a lot of people that worked with the Beastie Boys, and that really formed the sound on Odelay, which was weirdly yeah. more successful than the Loser album. And then he put out an album after he broke up with his girlfriend called Sea Change that was this really sad album that it was it was okay. I mean, it's pretty good. It's just really, like, melancholious. Like, it doesn't have much emotion to it because, obviously, Beck's not good at expressing that. Yeah. But then Beck married Marissa, and I don't know how to pronounce his name, Rabisi, Giovanni Rabisi's brother. Wait, what? Giovanni Rabisi, yeah. Rabisi. Yeah, Rabisi. Rabisi, okay. Also a Scientologist. Marissa, Beck's ex-wife, was delivered by Beck's mother because Scientology. Oh, Jesus God. And I don't know if you know about Scientology births, but you're not allowed to make noise during the birth process. I what? Beg your yeah. pardon? You, a baby needs to be born into a silent environment in order to have the emotional stability to fight off emotions for the rest of your life. Wow, I think I we need to have a separate episode about how fucking weird Scientology listen, is. But I texted y'all one night and said, my, wow. I have more uh, words yeah. on this. I, it was all about Scientology, and I was like, I don't want to talk about Scientology. Yeah, that, that seems like a whole separate it, topic it that been. we could It was I had a bunch about that with. suicide and about how Beck Beck's like a level three, but he's been a level three since 1989 when he moved to New York City. So oh, you don't know that nah, it's something... So that is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Well, Beck still couldn't figure out who he was. He was still trying to find himself and he's been in this like weird like pit. Like he won a Grammy a couple years ago, but like still don't know anything about him. Like I could still listen to these songs and be like, okay, 
Yeah, but, like he had a he had like kind of a resurgence a couple years ago with that last album, and he had some hits off of it. Yeah. But like they were very empty calorie, just like oh yeah, this is fine, and then you kind of forget it the moment it's done. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where like I I li- I listened to all of his songs, and I still couldn't tell you what was on the recent album. Yeah, but I know there's that stay up all night song. So I was trying to figure out what my picture was going to be for this matchup. And I was like, what's the best Beck song? What song best encapsulates Beck? And I was like, everything that I listened to, I was like, the ne- the best Beck song is the next one. Like, we, we're just hoping that we yeah. get one soon. Like, he's <laughs> it's got to be this next one. It's like, got to be this no next potential. one. Yeah. yeah. And there's so all much of his there. albums he's are so good so at producing different. songs. Yeah. yeah. So different. Yeah. He goes all over the place. He's worked with a couple of different producers. But recently, he has been on this weird, like, kind of artistic thing where he's doing things on his website. He's been all over the place. And like the more I read about him, I'm like, this dude isn't acting like he used to. He recently divorced Rabisi. Yeah. And he's in a custody fight for the kids. And from what I've read, like he's distanced himself from Scientology in a lot of different ways. Like he's, yeah. he's, I mean like God bless him. He's 49 and he's just now figuring out how to get away from it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, probably real hard for, any of yeah. that yeah and I, I don't know for sure that like that's what's going on but like just reading the tea leaves like some of his more recent songs have been about like rejuvenation and yeah like rebirth that, that, and that fucking up all night song from his last album is like really kind of refreshing and poppy and really yeah. bright in a way that like i was like this is beck it's, it's good um but anyway um I think I, I think we're still hoping that we get the best beck song like i really do i really yeah. think that we might be 20 20- years from loser still hoping we get the best Beck song yeah when i started listening to his songs there was a song that dropped in may called saw lightning and i want to play that as much and go ahead and get this underway there was a song man this, I, uh, I dig this song a lot so i am not a dirty cheater i didn't listen to any of josh's songs apart from when i pulled the audio just like the first few seconds of i didn't double check um, i didn't listen to any of your songs but, <laughs> okay but yeah no this song's I, I like this a lot so this song's good this is by far his cleanest sounding song but yeah in case you can't tell this is produced by pharrell um mm. it's it makes yeah. sense when like okay. this is I almost left this song off because it's so much of a Pharrell this song. This is like, Pharrell singing too right now, right? Yeah, Pharrell comes in. Rap. Is that Pharrell? It is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This song's, this song's real good. It's 
real good. It's it's on the radio ish, like it's charting on a few charts over the yeah. summer. So like Alt Nation, um, probably stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, it's an awesome sounding song. Like this is just, I mean, obviously oh, yeah. that's what Beck does. Like Beck's last two CDs, it just sounded phenomenal. But when you like dive into the lyrics, there's so much about like rejuvenation and. Uh, he sings at one point, um, I didn't see shelter, I didn't see sun. And you're like, we got no more shelter, we got no more sun. Then it came to me in a flash of light by the sycamore tree in the dead of the night, the bottom bell in the longest day, the hardest wind in the fallen rain, saw lightning. And that just that just struck me as like him being like, hey, I'm I'm dealing with some things and I'm trying to get out in the yeah. outside. And like, I, like, after you listen to all of his songs and then you hear something like that, like, you've invested however many years you've been connected to Beck like the first time I heard Beck was 2004 and like forever I've just wanted to like Beck like he's just got so much potential and hearing him be like hey I'm I'm coming back out I'm I'm coming up like I'm figuring it out and like I'm having this moment and like being like I'm gonna work with Pharrell and like I'm gonna figure this out and I'm gonna put out the best I got like that is yeah I, this this song got me like that's why it I chose this really picture I thought it was I thought it was the best he had yeah, I, I like this song. I, a lot. I don't know for sure that it means anything in the long run, but appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I his vulnerability like and this uh, song the song and the calories. Yeah, it's not completely empty calories, even though that's much what I expect from Pharrell. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he can make good sounding songs, but you know, most of them don't mean shit. But this this. I guess if you're looking into the lyrics, yeah, I can see yeah. what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, uh, but like even more than that, like it's just a fucking, it's a, it's a bop, man. It just feels it's like good. it's a good. It's song. a real good song. That's some shit. Like, would, that's the type of song that you like just drive to. Yeah, I would play that shit. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn, I didn't expect that. Shit. So yeah, what? Uh, All right. Is, so, it, is the song over? Yeah, the song's over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what you so, got. Adam. I I figure I'd start uh, kind of going back as as far as 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 I went um, with so album Paul's boutique is a masterpiece uh, in like almost like art as a technical like like it's like technically like incredible like they did stuff uh, they did stuff that nobody had ever done like the the sampling and the stuff that they did in that album is like they had like like tape decks hooked up to tape decks hooked up to tape decks like all over these diff all over this like recording studio because they had so many samples like they were like literally wearing cassette tape out like playing it over and over so much recording over it and recording over it and recording over it because uh, the stuff they did with it is just just ridiculous and i i wanted something from that album and i think this song is kind of the perfect example of what they did from that album uh, a song called shadrack
like everything you hear in that song that isn't the vocals is some like in, in the Beastie Boys book they talk about how they would just go to record stores and just grab just like eyes closed grab a record eyes closed grab a record we like let's find something on here to to use for, in a song and so all of that stuff those those beats those the, the the sound effects the background it's all these disparate uh uh components from dozens of different albums that they have kind of put together into this funky ass really catchy song that i think is like one of the best songs on the album is one of the more underrated beastie boys songs kind of top to bottom i like this song a lot yeah, yeah it's a solid really song yeah uh i think it's the best version of this version of the beastie boys like or like 80s yeah. beastie boys i think this is the best of that like hip-hop Beastie Boys. Like yes. 80s hip-hop Beastie yep. Boys. I can see but, that. I I really like this, but what are you saying, Josh? I'm sorry. No, this is just like one of those things where like when you have a really impressive artist who gets it, like yeah. this is like introducing somebody to a Fincher movie and be I'm like, hey, you just finished seven and you thought it was really cool, but go back and look at all these little things that you didn't notice. The song yeah. is like the 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 like technical artistry like it's good on just like a normal artistry version like level and then once you learn about like the technical artistry behind it it's like holy shit yeah Can't believe they did that yeah, yeah they're, they're definitely a band that the more you listen to them the more you appreciate them like oh, they're yeah. not a band that grows old fast yeah i like uh you know real good samples and they are they are they did have like tons of good samples and they just did weird shit with them, and it still sounded good, even though it was this Frankenstein's monster yeah. of a song. And uh, yeah, I can appreciate that shit. Uh, right. Let me see. Uh, you know, if I had to pick between these two, just because I don't really give a fuck about Pharrell. Uh, Dang. No, it's, kinda, no, it's, it's a come good. For that's, that that's a good. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say, me and Adam talked about Pharrell the other day. Yeah. No, I mean it's like I, I just don't care for him personally. Yeah, it's just you, me. But uh, and it's a solid song. The the one you yeah, picked. Yeah, There's really not good. a lot of Pharrell on it. Yes. Uh, Honestly, but, I didn't. I didn't get a Pharrell vibe. You like, obviously this is a Pharrell song. Like, oh shit, this is a Pharrell song. Yeah. Oh, oh I, it it sounds like one to me. It that's reminds me of Happy. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Happy. Yes. That, whatever that song is. Yeah. Uh. What did we say it was going to be like, like if you would hear if you just would like, like the beginning you, yeah. and go back that's going like to be single, a single and then like halfway if you would listen double. to the hook that's going to be the and like, double and triple, if you would listen to like well I think a triple was like if you listen to the whole thing but like kind of like out of curiosity that's a triple and if it's just like oh I ain't turning this back for anything like that's a home run yeah uh I'm gonna give it a triple, just because okay, yeah. like it's a oh, really man. good Dab song, and I would rather listen to, <laughs> you know, some funky, like you said, and yeah. just this strange mashup of yeah. other wild songs that I've never heard, uh, than listen to something that I can say, oh yeah, this sounds like that other Pharrell song, yeah, but uh, and I'm not trying to disrespect. Your, <laughs> See, now you know songs, how it feels to be in that uh, seat. 
because you're like, man, I don't want to make, I don't want to say like it's when you're in that umpire hot seat, you think it's easy sitting up there in your iron no, tower I will, handing I will down straight judgments. Up disrespect no, you and your I song know, choices. Like I, I have never given a fuck about <laughs> hurting y'all's no feelings. Like, like I love you, but you know I'll fucking step on your toes and call you a bitch for no reason. <laughs> like, yeah, bitch, I stepped oh, on your God. toes. What are you gonna do? And uh. <laughs> But yeah, right. I, I say a triple. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, All right. Good luck on the <laughs> next ones, though. I, yeah, so, uh, so you talk about uh, samples and and funky, uh, and that is actually that is actually what the uh, fuck that was. Good, that was funky. That's talking about really me good, disrespecting a, a really good lead in to my second song, Root Day. That's erected. Tell me what you think. Uh, So this song, everything in this song, uh, is 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 from a song called "Root Down" by a guy named Jimmy Smith. It's from like a 1972 uh, like bass jazz instrumental uh, that they Mm -hmm. took and chopped and screwed for this song. And I feel like this is kind of this is like proto Beastie Boys of like 90s Beastie Boys, where like you have they they structured a lot of this era of songs in. as like the same structure as like hardcore punk songs in like verse chorus verse chorus hook chorus uh outro um in a way that uh uh, rap songs really weren't doing at the time and each verse was kind of was was you know you would have you know ad rock mca mike d and then chorus two is like mca mike d ad rock and and stuff like that and this was like the version of 90s BC Boys. It's it's funky as hell. It's really great uses of samples. And I, I it's one of my favorite songs by them. Like I think this is one of the best versions of them when you want to think about like uh, as them as hip hop artists. This is kind of the the version to me. Uh yeah, I, I love this song. And it's funky as hell. Yeah, it's it's a pretty solid song. Uh, I'm just trying to see where I would place it compared to the other one. And I mean, they they just drag out. How long was that song? Uh, which one? Shadrock. It's not that bad. It's only like three and a half minutes. Yeah, it's okay. like three and a half minutes. Terrible. It's like root down is yeah three and a half. I think Shadrock is like or Shadrack is. Yeah, it's like three thirty something. Yeah. Or three fifty. I see. Uh, four four oh eight. 
Uh, yeah. Ranks 4 or 7, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I highly recommend go on the Paul's Boutique Wikipedia page, because every song, you can hit it, and it shows you what all they what all samples they used in that song. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. Uh, I mean, I would listen to the the hook, or, you know, like, halfway through okay. the song, so I'd give it okay. a double. Right. Uh, and that'll run around third in. Okay. So that's a point. Hell yeah. I mean, that's how shit works. You Let's weren't really doing that on the other games. Uh, listen, I don't. I, that's why. That's why. Josh is the only one that was mad about it. That's okay. why y'all are here. That's Respect you tell the game, Adam. <laughs> fucking tell me then. Damn. Don't tell we, me after the fact. We tell you like, hey, I you're don't... keeping track wrong. Well, but uh, yeah. I ain't gonna argue right, with you. Hell yeah. He's already mad at me. One zero scoreboard. Boom. Yeah. One zero. Uh. Let's see Tell here. me about this next one, Adam. What's what you got? Uh, so uh, talking about pure Beastie Boys, uh, this is I think the this is the purity of of hip hop Beastie Boys. Cause nobody can do it like Mix Master can. Come on, now. I got the T double O D double O star, and here we go again because it's been a while. Like this is the live version of the song, which is them. They they made a live music video of this, and I highly recommend you watch at least the beginning of the music video because it's it's Mixmaster Mike walking through the streets of, of New York City, like wearing like a Ghostbusters proton pack for reasons, and it it cuts between him and this basement where the three Beastie Boys are standing, and like Ad Rock is standing in the middle holding a mic out front. And MCA and, and, and Mike D are on either side of him, holding Mike's in, like, MCA is it in his right hand, Mike D is in his left hand, and they're, like, holding their two hands above Ad-Rock, like, with their palms together, like, making, like, a pyramid above Ad-Rock in this, like, weird pose. And so it's just, like, like makes Master Mike walk through the streets, and they just cut to them standing, like, completely still. And then he gets up to this, like, apartment building, and he, like, hits the button to buzz in, and it cuts down to the basement, and you hear the, eh, eh, and they're just not moving. And it cuts back to him hitting the button, and it cuts to them, and they're not moving. And then finally, somebody's leaving the building, so he slips in, and he walks down these stairs into the basement of this building, and he, he walks in and sets his backpack down and pulls out a record and sets the record down, and then just the song starts. Uh, but, like, this is it is the purity. It is fucking this DJ just killing it. And it's, like, if you watch their concerts and stuff like that, like, their, their hip-hop stuff, it is fucking three MCs and one DJ. Like, it is them and this dude just tearing up these fucking records. Uh, and it's fucking right. Like, I think this is the, the prototypical, like, the BC Boy song for, like, that version. Like, I think it is it is that kind of distilled uh like there's a lot of like you have like these samples and the different uh structures and like all of the different genres that they dabble in but like this is like hip-hop beastie boys like it's it's the name of the song it's three mcs and one dj 
and they be getting down with Notale. Yeah. So, Mixmaster Andy, what you got to say? Who's Notale? Is that another uh, <sighs> member of the beat? I was about to beat say. Like, boys? Gonna... No, I, I get it. I'm yeah, being I a turd. I know. Uh, I mean, it's not I, bad, but I, I that's, figured. I mean, that sounds know. like a very like quintessential like hip hop song from that era. Like that oh, is yeah. that is just how you did that. Like that was I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Although it's not from the era you think. And like you're explaining like with 90s. the video, like yeah. oh really? Yeah, it's like late nineties. Oh wow. Yeah. But it's well, like, I it's, back it's, what I said. It's, it's, but it sounds yeah, it's, like uh like run DMC. Yep. Or something similar mm-hmm. to that. And uh I mean it's obviously that or it's obvious that they, you know, kind of modeled some of their stuff oh, after yeah. them. Like the, one uh, of their songs on License to Ill called Slow and Low was a Run DMC song that Run DMC recorded. And they were like, ah, this doesn't really work. And so they get with BC Boys, hey, you want to record this Run DMC song and put it on your album instead? Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really feeling this feel one you, as much as the other would. ones. I mean, I it's, not, it's not bad. It's just yeah. not for me. I got you. you know, I would give this. Uh, let me see. I, I'm just trying to think. Is it that much worse than like would the back you, song? Yeah. Would uh, you immediately switch it back or not? I think it's kind of what this comes down to. Yeah. I probably would. Honestly. Okay. Like, yeah, no, no, I, I get you. You hate me. You no. Know, uh, that's just how it is today. Like so. Yeah. You know, you know tomorrow might be a different way. But after all, tomorrow uh, is another day. Uh, yeah. But you still got somebody on second. I got somebody on second. And, And, uh, you know, guy, you got a guy pitching, coming up, uh, pitching fourth, and you got to really kind of... Pitching fourth. You got a guy pitching fourth. Shut up. I mean, this is really requires no introduction. Like, this is the biggest song I've got on here because I think this is just a fucking banger, man. Um, it's it's really fucking good, man. Like, I, this song is is one of the most popular songs for a reason. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite things is that. So when this song was was coming out, this is this is Hello Nasty. This is like late nineties. I'm in ninety eight. My mom was taking night classes at Ole Miss at the time to like get her bachelor's. And she would drive to Oxford and back. And when she got to Oxford, she would turn on 92.1 Rebel Radio. And she, they played this song so much. She like knows all the lyrics of this song. Because <laughs> this song was just like a Rebel Radio staple in the late 90s. It definitely was a Rebel uh, Radio oh, yeah. staple um, it's for a while. Uh, it's it's yeah like this song is like i i didn't want to go super popular with a lot of this stuff because i wanted to kind of hit those uh deep cuts but like you can't you can't not have this song like if i'm gonna do yeah. one song you would one definitely song, be uh like 
hurting yourself. Just yeah. ham, you would have oh, yeah. hamstringed yourself or hamstrung yourself. I don't think Wait, hamstrung is hamstrung. I think it's hamstrung. I think it's hamstringed. I think it's hamstrung because it's your hamstring. Is as, as if you cut your own hamstring. But uh, anyway, yeah, this is really good. Uh, I would listen to this over the back song every day. So go ahead, yeah. Uh, two more. And hold a second, hold a second. Uh, fun fact that him saying drop that's a throwback to a song, Unlicensed to Ill, where he does that, but it's like it's not one of the popular songs. So I was like, oh shit, it's that thing from Intergalactic. We're like, no, that's a throwback to Posse and Effect off of Licensed to Ill. And you can take that, you can go Easter ahead and take, you, you can go ahead and take that home run back. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, dude. I, I don't give a fuck. Uh, like, yeah. just run that shit I, in. I do just want to say, like, yes. Beastie Boys could go out and, like, do these, like, multifaceted sample songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, their production quality on just a straight single is, like... It's so good. It's very... It's incredible. Like, like, good, and, like it's, and it was 100% MCA. Like, MCA was a oh, genius. Really? Like, they talked about, like, you know how Paul Revere sounds real weird? Like... Mm-hmm. He ended up like when they he he made this beat on this like drum machine, and then he like took the tape and like went to like turned the tape deck upside down and played it backwards and recorded it into another tape deck, but not like connected together. Like sat them next to each other and like recorded it upside down and backwards into another tape deck. Just threw the speaker on the tape deck, and that's how it. Like they were like, "What well, we've never, we've never heard anything like this before," and he just did it. And that's how you get that weird beat to, to Paul Revere, and nothing yeah. else sounds like that. I don't think that's upside down would have changed anything, but I yeah, I get either, what you're but saying. Like, but yeah, like like it's it well because you're the way you're recording it with the speakers, it kind of because uh, it wasn't just like a one to one, it kind of distorts it a little bit more. Um, okay, but uh, but yeah, it's just like that dude, and it was just like he just did it like it was a thing he'd done a million times. Like that dude was a genius. Uh, and that was all him. Like, I mean, like, it probably was something he had done to me. Yeah, times. that's like, yeah, that too. You like, have access yeah. to just fiddle with bullshit. Yeah, constantly. Like, you're gonna get, or if you have a sound mind, you're gonna get mm-hmm. at least pretty good. Yeah, or have some weird way of doing it. Like, especially yeah. if like there's there's no no books on like how to mm-hmm. do this. Or there wasn't at the time. There probably is. Yeah, Yeah. like in 85 and 84. Yeah. uh, Like one of my favorite things, like he directed almost all of their music videos under the pseudonym Nathaniel Hornblower. uh, (laughs) Because he, that came about, they were doing like the the credits in Paul's Boutique and he did so much of the engineering. He ended up where he was like, I don't want to credit myself on like eight things when everybody else has one. So he just credited a bunch of stuff to Nathaniel Hornblower and his middle name is Nathaniel. Uh, and he, so his uh, name is Adam Nathaniel. Yes, it, yes, yep, yep. Is that who uh, you were named after? No, it wasn't. I uh, mean, you were named after them, but not God for them. Um, and biggest he, fan. And then he, <laughs> he started directing all their stuff, like music videos and stuff like that, under the name Nathaniel Hornblower. Um, and one of the best things he ever did. There was a they did a concert video called "Awesome." I fucking shot that, and it was a, a concert at Madison Square Garden. And he went to like an electronic store in New York and he bought up 50 of these um, uh, of these little handheld camcorders. 
And they picked random people out of the crowd and they handed them out and they just said, record the concert. Like, whatever you're doing. You go to the bathroom, whatever. Go to the concession stand, whatever. Record it. They gave it to everybody all over the arena. And then at the end of the show, amazingly, they got all 50 cameras back. And they got all the footage. And then the next day, MCA took them back to the electronic store and returned them. Uh, and then they put, all, they put all that footage together with like, they had like a few, they had like a few like professional like camera stuff set up for the stage. And it's, it's one of the best concert films I've ever seen. Cause it is, it, it cuts seamlessly from, you know, a traditional concert flick to like some dude up in row Z just going buck wild. It, it cuts to some dude in the bathroom smoking weed. Like it's, it's, so, uh, incredible and unlike anything I'd ever seen, and only somebody like MCA could have come up with that. For my um, poll tournament page, mm-hmm. I have one ready. We're not doing it yet, but it's for Ben Stiller roles, like Ben Stiller movies. Yeah, and I included that on the list because he's in that. He uh, is. He's at that concert he's just in the crowd. I yeah. forgot about that because remember when I watched it the first time, I like, kept rewinding. I was like, "Oh, this is Ben Stiller." Um, and there's one guy in like Rosie who keeps turning them, turning the camera around and pointing to people around and was like, Oh, come on guys, let's get on the DVD. Come on guys, get excited. And there was like an Easter egg on the DVD where it was a super cut of every time that dude said that. <laughs> uh, that was very good. Uh, but going on from that. So I'm, I'm up three Oh with one out and wasting time. Uh, yep. Hey, fat boy, let's get it. Body moving, body moving, body moving, we be body moving, 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 This song is just a bop. Like, this song is just really fun. And I think one of the reasons I like it's a remix. It's a Fatboy Slim remix of this song. And the original version of this song, I don't know if it's bad as a song or if it's bad compared to this remix, but I really hate the original version. It's nowhere near as good as this. I think this song is a lot of fun. This song is fun to turn on when you are just driving around with the windows down. This song is a bop. Let me get some action from the back section. I mean, it's it's a solid song, but um, again, I'm not a, a huge fan of just like Fat Boy Slim remixes. I got gotcha. you. Most there Fat Boy a, Slim songs either. But go ahead, Josh. Sorry. There should be an internet challenge where you have to listen to the song without moving. Right. That would be for real. Real good. I can't do it. I can't. I tried. It's, I was like, I'm gonna so see if good. I can sit still, and then after it dropped and came back, I was like, all right, I'm out. Yep, my shoulders are going. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely. It's, it's gonna get to first. Okay, but uh, 
Like little uh how about uh how about you know, throwing I, a little bit of over the bra action? No, I mean Listen, I, we made it this many episodes in without anybody making one of those jokes. I am the good. Jackie Robinson of terrible jokes. I break the barrier. Man. I will <laughs> I will see myself out. That's I'll see y'all later. <laughs> User left your channel. Uh, your channel. The best part is the, yeah, the users left the your channel. That's going to come out. That users left your channel is going to come through in the recording. Just so that's you know. what I wanted. Uh, it's good. That's what uh, I fucking wanted. Okay, so he's your on terrible first, joke. And my bedtime is is rapidly approaching. So okay, so quit bullshitting. This, this next one, it's we're we're starting to get into. I'm going to end up three. I'm going to end up with three runs in this inning, and I think that's fine because I've hit the point yep. of. I, let me. I these are. I need. Yeah, to if play it's these. an instrumental, like don't even just start talking over that shit. So, I understand that choosing this over Sabotage, which are, is a very similar song yeah, in like, kind of its similar. idea, uh, but I wanted to like highlight st- you know, stuff that doesn't often get highlighted, and I think this is like, it is them in this, like, this is on the same song as like their hip-hop song. Like, people, remember, there was a period in, in, in the 90s where, like, Beastie Boys were winning, like, Best Alternative Album at the Grammys. People were getting pissy, because it's like, oh, because it's white, like, oh, you, you give the, you know, like, oh, they're white guys, so they gotta win a, uh, gotta win a Grammy, but, like, and I understand service level, yeah, that understanding, like, I understand... They are like, musicians, like, as well. Like, they, but yeah. that's the thing, it's like, I understand service level, if you don't know much about Beastie Boys, I can totally understand that criticism, because the Grammys would do that. But, like, these are, this album is, this song's on the same album as all that other stuff, and, like, I think this is a really cool, like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to listen to this song, but, like, I think this is, like, this is, this is fucking Ad Rock on guitar, MCA on bass, and Mike D on drums, because they play their own instruments, just fucking killing it, and, and doing weird stuff, uh, and I like this song a lot, I don't know, this isn't a crowd pleaser, but I think this song is really solid. Nah, that intro was badass. Yeah, yeah that no, was standing that crunchy, up. The music is badass. Bass. Yeah. Oh, and that's MC. That's all MCA because mm-hmm. he's a genius. I was like slouching in my chair, and I was like, "Oh, oh, it's go time." Yeah, <laughs> like that. That yeah, that that, that was oh, good. Let me just. I want to highlight that again, real Perfect. quick. Just like this, just like weird, like haunting, like, and you get that crunchy bass that comes in. Ah. I just want to fight somebody. It sounds like like peak Ozzy Osbourne. Like oh yeah, I can see that. It's got that very. I don't know how to explain it. It sounds so, like if uh like Black Sabbath did Jesus. something like 
it wasn't Ozzy, but whoever played the bass in Black Sabbath, because you know it's got that weird uh, metal sound. Yeah, that tinge to it because yeah. of his fingertips. It's it's real good. Uh, I mean, I don't care for the that the was lyrics. The, that was the part, the best part of the song, but yeah, like yeah. I think the the vocals are, are kind of you can take or leave. Ad Rock is very like you kind of like Ad Rock is Ad he's Rock. drowned out in like, this. I mean, it's. I'm sure whatever he's saying is pretty solid, but can't hear that shit over yeah, that like, badass like music. Was, that was a lot of this era. Yeah, it's mixed a like a uh, Tar Hero era. song. Like, where it's, the it's guitars really are loud. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of those, um, and that, like, especially on like Check Your Head, they have like Ace straight, Hero. they have like straight, um, like vocal, like kind of rock songs, something like that, where they're singing, and none of them are super confident singers, so they got these really crunchy, fuzzy mics. And so none of those songs are really meant to be listened to for like it's more of a vibe than like the like the, the vocals. It's it, the vocals are there to kind of complement everything else, whereas normally everything else is meant to complement the vocals. Yeah, um, I get that. Like yeah. it's it is really showcasing their musical talents, but I would like I would have this playing in the background. I wouldn't be actively listening to this. So I still think the Saw Lightning is a better song, but it's not. It's definitely not. You know, so much better that it yeah. uh, would get an out. Okay. So uh, it's like like a just a first like bass a again. So right, you're so uh, over a second. Yeah, you got right. two on. All right. Um. So See, yes. Like, I know I do it with like the bands that I've heard a lot, but like. Mm-hmm. I really think Adam got so far into like just knowing this band that like oh yeah yeah he, what, he was at an sabotage, advantage but, but he sabotage would have been but, might like, lose like, well here's the thing this stuff <laughs> I true. like this was all gut for me man like I didn't like really agonize over these picks it was very much like it's like half an hour oh, yeah like, like you knew oh, yeah, yeah yeah like scrolling I'm, through film or through filmography throwing through, through, scrolling through CDs just being like that one yeah. that one that one that one and that one and I, I went into it, like I fully expect to lose this I don't give a damn yep. no yeah that's say my piece like they uh, are solid oh, songs yeah. uh, uh, so one thing that a lot of people don't know about the BC Boys and this is when Andy yells at me. Um, is like probably a solid third to half of their songs are just these really funky ass cool instrumentals. Yeah, uh, I mean I like them, but yeah, they have like a whole when... album. Like their their next to last album was called the Mix Up, yeah. and it was in between in to the Five Burrows and Hot Sauce Committee Part Two, and it was all just these instrumentals. And I thought, nope, that's nope. Uh, I'll, I started playing the Macho Man theme song. Ignore that. Let's do it. What? That's so um, much better. Hey, you just got but, a home uh, run. Didn't even realize. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, yes. Which one is this that you're this playing? This is 14th Street Break. This one is on uh, the mix-up. I really like this song off the mix-up. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll listen to it for a little bit, but yeah. it's an out. There's, like, there's, I'm yeah, sorry. There's there's one point in the song I want to get to that I think is really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, play and that then shit. We'll, I'm we'll sorry to on. interrupt it. No, it's you're fine.
But yeah, like, I just, I think that, like, this is one, you're not gonna go out of your way for this song, but, it, like, if you're just, like, shuffling all, like, Beastie Boy stuff, this song comes on, you're like, oh yeah, this song! Like, again, this is a good, like, this is a good drive-in song. This is a song that would, like, there's a really good movie somewhere that could use this as a backdrop to a scene, but I understand that it is. I feel you, yeah, like, uh, That would also be, like, a really good, we need to kill five minutes at this concert, let's play this while we talk. Yeah, well, honestly, though, if you watch, like, like an awesome I fucking shot that and stuff like that, they have kind of their instrumental section, and it's, like, full-on, like, they get into them. Like, it is, because, like, they have a chunk where, like, the instruments come out, and they play, like, Sabotage and stuff like that, and then they, they hit a couple of these, and they just kind of, like, turn into fish for a minute, where they just, like, jam band for, like, ten Hell minutes, yeah. and then get back to it. Um, now... So like, there's all these disparate elements of of the Beastie Boys. This desperate. This hip hop, <laughs> like hip hop, uh, rock, funk, instrumentals. Them playing their own instruments, them singing, and then on their last album, uh, Hot Sauce Committee Part Two, which you know is the huge fucking bummer that it is the last album. Uh, there is a song that I think brings them all together. Uh, and, and it is called Lee Majors Come Again. Like, this song is, it is, like, hip-hop verses and, and lyrics with them playing their own instruments with this, like, almost pop-punk chorus. And, like, I think yeah. this song really brings a lot of the different aspects of them together in a really fun way. I yeah, really, I think really right. like this song. Like, if I'm put together a Beastie Boys Greatest Hits, this will be my last yeah. song. Like, this is where I would go out with. Yeah, it is and, really it, good. and it's yeah. kind of fitting that it's on their last album. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like an amalgamation of like all of the eras yeah. that they were, you know, active. Yeah, like just all of their different phases or whatever. But like you said, it's that pop punk stuff. Yeah, I'm a little for that shit. That's a catchy catchy chorus. It's not bad. It's good. It's a single. Listen, uh, listen. You know I'm gonna get uh, out on this next song. Let me have this. Yeah, it's uh, it's a single. (laughs) All right, but just it walked. It's not a okay. I I just (laughs) want to like you got it. Like I think it it wasn't even intentional walk. It was a pity walk. It was like yeah, just go. You got dinged. Yeah, yeah. You got hit in the balls. On the inside pitch. But I do think it's really cool, like, the Beastie Boys can put out the, like, or, like, with the joke at the start of this, or with you talking yeah. about that video, 
where yeah. they do stuff that like if you don't understand like how to do that it comes off as corny or cliched mm-hmm. and like they just have that timing man they they get it like they get how to do that and it be sincere and genuine uh have you ever seen fight for your right revisited i have not so five year right revisited was put out at the same time as this album It was a 30 minute like short film um that is built up at, around a, as a video around the lead single off of this album called make some noise and it's supposed to take place right after the fight for your right video ends and it's directed and it's the 25th anniversary of the original five year right video being released um so it acts as sequel, and Mike D. Adrock and MCA, played by Seth Rogen, Elijah Wood, and Danny McBride, uh, oh, yeah. are are around like going around the city, getting into shenanigans. And then you've got some of the some of the cameos in this: Stanley Tucci, Stephen Sarandon, Steve Buscemi, Alicia Silverstone, Laura Dern, Kirsten Dunst, Ted Danson, Rashida Jones, Jason Schwartzman, Rain Wilson, Amy Poehler, Will Arnett, Adam Scott, Maya Rudolph, David Cross, Orlando Bloom. Uh, it is like it is all these people who have been touched by this band over the years and who have made friends with the the, the people and like they're and it's filled with like little inside jokes like it's it's a thing like Orlando Bloom is in it basically playing a character named Johnny Rial who is the who is the subject of a song off of Paul's Boutique and and Jason Schwartzman is in it playing Vincent Van Gogh because in one of their songs they say Vincent Van Gogh go and mail that ear and it's just like. <laughs> It is this huge love letter to this band, and they they go around, and it's I, I cannot I think it's all on YouTube. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It is so entertaining, so funny, and then at the end of it, a DeLorean shows up, and the Beastie Boys from the future come out, and of course, the Beastie Boys from the future are John C. Riley, Will Ferrell, and Jack Black, and it's just I, I it's so fucking that's amazing. Good. It's really good, and it is like it is fitting that like it is like their last big music video, and it is this love letter to the last twenty five years of this ridiculous band with all of the weird stuff they do in in make some noise a really good song, and all of these people whose like lives they have touched and the friends that they have made, and and I I really like it. Um, and it like man, it's just a fucking like the end of the Beastie Boys book is is really interesting because. It ends really abruptly because they're like, there's like a chapter in it that's like the last show. And it was like the last show we played was like in Germany and we didn't know it was going to be the last show, but it was the last oh, show. Man. And then it was, and then they, it just kind of ends because they're just like, yeah. And then, then Yauk got cancer and died and we don't want to fucking talk about that. Yeah. And they just that's don't really go into rough. it. Just like, we don't want to talk about that shit listen, right now. All right, so play the song so you can get so, this out. Uh, this is off of a weird, uh, kind of like the mix up. The mix up was like a kind of a big studio album. They had a weird, like little side album that didn't get a wide release called "The In Sound from Way Out." Uh, and let me let me get let's get let's get funky.
And so, like, the reason I chose, like, I chose 14th Street Break, because it is this, like, cool, trippy, weird instrumental, and they did a lot of those, but they also did a lot of these that are just, like, funky, just, like, like jazz, funk, like, yeah. instrument, like, and it's, like, uh. yeah, like, this isn't gonna do anything, but I, I wanted to showcase, like, I knew, like, I wanted to get at least one instrumental, but I was like, I need to get two, because I need, I really want to showcase kind of both aspects yeah. of that. They're Adam, really good. Um, but you ain't, but you ain't gonna go out of your way to listen to it. I understand. Yeah, like Adam, go I, ahead. um, I'm not very like I don't know music very well. Like I listen mm -hmm. to it and I enjoy it, but I don't understand music. And like I get yeah. that jazz goes over my head a little bit, and yeah. like haven't been introduced to much jazz in my life. But yeah, when I listened to this song, all I thought was, this is porn music. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. I know. Yeah, you're, yeah, <laughs> this is. 70s is. black exploitation. 70s. Yeah, that's the thing. Like this is like from a Dolomite movie, and I love yeah. it. They could have uh, put this on, like, in the background of uh, Black Dynamite, like, and this I would have been, been like, "Oh yeah, this, from, this is definitely like from this." Could have been the song, like, I, in, in this weird, like, cyclical way. I want this to be the song that some group twenty years from now samples to make their version of Root Down, where okay. like, yeah. Root, like Root Down is sampled from this Jimmy Smith funky jazzy instrumental. And then they recorded that song, and then they recorded this, and I want, years down the line, some band to sample this in that I think way. Like, I think it's going to be used in Root Goes Down. Christ. This is, uh, it reminds me a lot of a song that I've been hearing a lot recently at karaoke. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Call on Tyrone. Oh, I think I've heard that. Call on Tyrone. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can Tell that. him come help you get your shit. Something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it's almost yeah. the same thing. It's just a little funkier and there's yeah. no lyrics. But, yeah. Oh, okay. It's uh, but yeah, a like Erica Badu song from next yeah. Friday. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I I think something like that. I knew it wasn't going to play, but I really, I, I want to I wanna showcase that. I fucking love Real good song. But love that song. But like, yeah, no, yeah, it didn't go It's work. missing like that yeah. whole portion of. Yeah what i consider to be music yeah you know like, what i mean that's the thing like, where it's like you know uh like, i've never like sat down and listened to one of those like instrumental albums beginning to end but yeah. I, I i like to come across those songs that's okay. that's the kind of music i like to like study too yeah, yeah. that's good if you need to have lo-fi hip-hop beats to study exactly to and relax like, that's the thing like lo-fi <laughs> hip-hop beats to study and relax to owes a huge debt to the bc boys because they exactly did it they, um, they did it first yes also one of my favorite things that the bc boys did in the 90s is they released an ep of a lot of their old punk uh uh recordings like that bc boys song and everything like that and it's it's like they just dug a bunch of this stuff up and they're like oh well, i guess we should put this out and they named the album some old bullshit Nice. <laughs> nice. Some old bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the name of the album, and I love it. Uh, that's good. So, yeah, like, that's, you know, I, I could go on for a very long time uh, about the Boys. I know. We're trying to get me. you in bed I at a decent to time, too. Uh, and I appreciate <laughs> your knowledge about this. But, but yeah, uh, uh, so it's Josh, three nothing. Three outs. three nothing. Let Josh, Josh play his oh, shit I, well, actually, after your... Yeah. Or pitching song. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, as much as I love these deep cuts, as much as I love 
um all of all of these instrumentals and these like the instrumentation all the weird stuff they did <coughs> if i'm throwing up a picture like, damn right let's be real i'm listen i might be dumb but i ain't stupid all right yeah like, like listen i i've got you about a smart insert, dumb there's a motherfucker. good baseball okay. metaphor here with like normal baseball players somehow there's a verlander and somebody dumb but whatever this is the pitcher this is always going to be the pitcher it's this song this song's great this song's catchy uh fucking come at me josh what you yeah. got uh let's start with where it's at uh it's what i got and that's sublime you i was gonna say that <laughs> god y'all both fucking suck cannot keep those songs separated. And jamboree handouts, two turntables and a microphone. Bottles and cans, and just clap your hands, and just clap your hands. Like, I kind of hate that I really like all these songs because they're just kind of right up it's my It's real good. Alley. It's. Yeah. Well, I mean, this song's off of Odelay, and a lot of the songs off Odelay are done by the Dust Brothers, who worked with the Beastie Boys yes, a lot. Yes, the Dust Brothers um, are big Beastie Boys collaborators, yes. Big time. I tried to avoid those songs because, like, we've done a lot about facing, like, going into a matchup against somebody that does it better than you. Yeah. Like, we've had a lot of matchups where it's just like, that's an inevitable out. So I don't have anything like E-Pro or uh, Devil's Haircut or also, the uh, other songs know- that really... Do they sound you like know, Beastie Boys. Do you know why uh, the E-Pro and So What You Want go together so well in a mashup? Uh, why? E-Pro just straight up sampled the drum the drum beat from So What You Want. Like, it's a, that's a sample. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because uh, nice. I think the Beastie Boys used a Beck sample at one point, so Beck, like, in turn sampled the the drums so from So What You Want for E-Pro. I know that... Uh... Adam Yauk is credited on a few Beastie Boys songs. Yes, like, or, or, straight yeah, up for the 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 other yeah, Beck songs. Like one of the ones that you had on here that you took off, he was like a producer on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So but uh, now oh, where it's at is real good. It's just uh, easy to listen to. Like, like you said though, it's it's what I got by Sublime, but yeah. that's a good song too. But yeah, this is just I thought like this really showcased like that he spent some time playing and like. Place, like he played on a cruise or something so like this is the kind of song you could hear in the background and it doesn't have to bother you but it's really pleasant yeah but i really like this song yeah it's 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 a solid song yeah uh i mean it's not a bad song at all uh i would i would listen to the 
I would listen to the chorus probably. Uh, like so a, I'd a, give it a, a double second base hit. Yeah, double. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fuck you. And if y'all don't mind, look at that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I look. This at it. song that's is good. Yeah. In that episode of Futurama. Oh, that's. Oh, I didn't realize this is that from that song from that episode of Futurama. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, what's next? Slightly different your version. Life next. Which one? Your life. Oh yeah, this song. This was one of the big songs off of um, Off Colors, the Grammy-winning album that was really good. Um, I really thought Andy would appreciate the opening line. Like, I was trying to play something that Andy would like, and that you sang your swan song to the dogs because they made mincemeat of the dreams you hung your hopes on. Yeah. That sounds like something Andy would appreciate. I mean, I, I like this song. This is a... Uh... I... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, you go ahead. I, I really like, like, Bitch. the opening... 10 seconds of this song and i like the rest of it but i don't like any of the rest of it as much as i like like the opening 10 seconds yeah like it's like this That's song immediately through. writes it, a check it starts and off so good it starts off so good and it's like oh man like this is like the 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 body of this song is like a 7 out of 10 but the opening is like a 9 out of 10 which makes the body a 6 out of 10 <laughs> no this is he- the uh I guess it's the ugly friend that <laughs> hangs out, you know, with the good-looking friends. But I, I mean, I really like this song. Uh, I like it. This song's solid. Know. Beck described it as a late Beatles-esque existential cry with a welcome oh, core of yeah. oddness. There's some Beatles in here. Oh, is that? He really gets at it. Is that what you came up with? <laughs> no, I, I said Beck said that. I'm just talking shit, dude. God, <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Uh, so what we got, Andy? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, it's at least second. I'm just trying to uh, see if it'll be third too, because I don't know. Uh, either way, you got at least one run. Uh, I I would probably listen to this over. Intergalactic, just really? because like I've heard Intergalactic a lot. Interesting. Over my years, Adam's so mad. It's a it's a weird thing. So I would give this a third base hit, and yeah, send that other fucking song home, whatever it was, where it's at, home. It was it was inspired by MGMT. Oh, the management. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, what you it does sound okay. kind of like I, I can see yeah. that. Like it's like that, a bluesy uh, MGMT. Yeah. Before MGMT so. was like tired of being popular and took a lot of acid. Yeah. Um, before I start this next song, I want to talk about a little strategy. Okay. Um, the idea of this podcast is that we pick good songs, present it to the umpire, and try to convince the umpire that the song is better than they believe. And it's really became a test of like 
subjectivity versus objectivity. Like we can argue all we want, but like, how can we convince Andy? Like we're really trying our best, but like, there's only so much you can move. And at the end of the day, like, and you're not really going to, that's the, (laughs) I have in my notes. Um, I don't see there much being, there being much malleability on Andy's already formed opinion of this song Mm -hmm. because he's heard it so many times. Oh, here we go. I said, Andy smart. He knows a song. So knowing that I'm going to use this to try to convince you of something else. I'm going to convince you that I know what the lyrics to Loser are about. Loser is about climate change and more specifically about the apathy the previous generation has for future generations and the way baby boomers gaslight and mistreat more recent generations in their own self-serving ideas, in their own self-serving ways. accusation of a tale uh, being told from. Okay, so in the time of chimpanzees, there was a monkey. Chimpanzees are yeah. similar to monkeys, but they hunt monkeys. <laughs> monkeys are their prey. Uh, butane in my vein, I'm about to cut the junkie. The lyrics show the hypocrisy of the war on drugs when people could get high on butane, which was a very damaging greenhouse gas. It was an alternative option to drugs when people when drugs were banned, that's what people turned to. Plastic eyeballs, spray paint the vegetables. Plastic eyeballs are literally something that doesn't need to be produced that kills the environment for no apparent reason. Spray paint the vegetables is about radiation and GMOs trying to preserve food. Um, dog food stalls with beefcake pantyhose. This song came out in 1994. In 1995, pantyhose uh, became notable for being non-bio- non-biodegradable as well as unrecyclable. They got changed from being made from nylon to being changed from a different material. Uh, kill the headlights, put it neutral. That's about leaving your car running. It's all these like bad behaviors that pe- that like people have. Stock car flaming, you know, driving a car that's not environmental friendly with the loser, and you still got the car in cruise control. So why are you driving in the first place? This is the interesting line: babies in Reno with the vitamin D. <laughs> when Beck returned from L.A. to New York during the summer winter of 1990, he would have went through Reno, Nevada, and stopped at Lake Tahoe. At Lake Tahoe during that time, the fishing season was killed by a Wait, hold on. Uh, by the drought that was caused, they thought, by climate change. You really thought that this drought that was hitting Lake Tahoe was one of the early results of climate change. There was a lot of articles written about it at the time. The drought was ended after he left by a blizzard with 13 feet of snow that became known as the Miracle March. But while he was there, Lake Tahoe, one of the most fished pine, one of the most fished lakes in America, was almost completely dry. And like, it was hard to get vitamin D from the fish. Got a couple of couches, sleep on the love seat. It's about overconsumption and having more than you need. Someone keeps saying I'm insane to complain. That's just about gaslighting. Uh, the entitlement argument about who are you to complain? You have this wonderful life. Why are you complaining about this life? Shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt. The forced arrangement and the scarlet letter that has to be worn with it. 
Don't believe everything you read. It's fake news. You get a parking violation and a magnet on a sleeve is trying to downplay the serious global warming. An idling engine and a tick. An idling engine uh, and the dying off of certain animals isn't the only real danger of climate change. Why are we worried? Shave your face with Mace in the Dark is about us not having shaving cream because CFCs are gone. Saving all your food stamps, burning down the trailer park. Uh, uh, Pretty much a line about burning down the trailer park. Pretty much a line about who pays for global warming first. And then it's like the older generation. And saying you're a loser. Who are you to tell me anything? On to the second uh, verse. But I tried to break down every line and see what it was about. But almost every line you can connect back to. Hey, I'm trying to tell you what's happening with climate change, and you're simply not listening because you think I'm a loser. Damn. When the edible hits, <laughs> I hate it. The whole time I was like, "This is fascinating to me." In what universe does he think this is going to work? Like, I didn't. I just assumed I, that there was listen, no chance Andy didn't have his mind made up. Uh, listen, no, I mean, I I, it's, it's a it's I a fucking it's, good song. Like, I would yeah. listen to Loser just for no reason. Yeah. But now you're putting fucking meanings in the lyrics. I'm just talking. And just blowing my mind. Because I can see the connection there. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm just saying, you did just uh, put a triple up on Intergalactic because you said you'd heard it a whole lot. And that was like a yeah, negative. Yeah, true. He ain't heard Loser like that. <laughs> no yeah like i mean they're both really good songs i would always listen to loser uh at least to the chorus you know to Soy un you know hit him with that yeah so that's that's a duble yes but a uh i think that first verse of loser is so good it like, is it's so it's so weird it's also, now that you fucked me up by putting meanings to it like I also don't, I really just appreciate a gibberish song. There's a yeah. song by the Fratellis um, called Shotgun Shoes. And each, like, the, the the verses are just these, it's like, it starts off with, like, I need to I need a pimp hat, shotgun shoes, half a decent mistress in a bed. I need a pimp hat, shotgun shoes, half a decent mistress in a bed. I got no telepathic powers. I got no reason in my head. And it's just like that, like, a bunch of stuff like that. And the singer was like, yeah, no, every morning right after I woke up, I just, like, wrote two lines. And <laughs> they just re- recorded them in a song. Like it makes no sense. It's all gibberish. But like I don't know. That's a cool idea. I really, really want to do the Chili Peppers soon. Oh, God. because the Chili Peppers are masters at that. Just hey, yeah. we're gonna put gibberish in a song, and it's gonna sound real good. And I'm, I really yeah. like if you can pull that off. I have so much respect. Right. Yeah. Like that's what I thought was, and I was just like, mm-hmm. but yeah. That's just a theory that you're yeah, working with. No, this with. song is and gibberish. It's, I just it's decided to do fuck. that for fun. Yeah, that's neat as fuck. Like that's a very yeah. wild interpretation. Uh, I mean, I don't think it changed my uh, like positioning. I knew like, that on where it got. I had no intention of changing your mind. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, it, you blew my mind. You didn't change it. Uh, I mean, you changed so, it by putting the insides on the outside. But, so is, uh, that, uh, is that is that two 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 to three? For Josh, yeah. Wait. Uh, so the last one was a double. Was on, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll we'll just push. Okay. We'll just push. Or no, the last one was a triple, right? Yeah, the last one was a triple, which pushed Ooh. the other one in. So yeah, that was on third. Yeah, that. Okay. That double would so push in a, the person yeah, on okay. third. So three like, to so two. Yeah, that's, with the runner yeah, on two. second, three and to two. no outs. It's real right. similar to what yours was. Mm-hmm. What you got? Yeah, it's not a deep roster here. Before mm-hmm. um, we listen to this song, I want y'all to both tell me what y'all hear in the chorus. Like, what line he says after the word, hey. 
Uh, I want to play girl. Which which part were we trying to? Which out? hey, right there, yeah. the hey, oh, my my summer girl. What'd you hear, Andy? Either my summer girl, but I was also hearing like my sonar girl. Okay, <laughs> so I always heard my summer girl. Yeah, I started looking it up. Everybody said my sun-eyed girl. I can see that. When he plays it live, he says my cyanide girl, and the lyric book has it scratched out. It says it's my cyanide. It's that's, cyanide. That's that, fucking. That's pretty good. I like it's cyanide, girl, because he's talking about I'm gonna steal her life, and she doesn't even yeah. know what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I would I say it's, it's cyanide, girl. I, I really think it's about like the Grim Reaper, like listen to the songs. And if you Google yeah. the lyrics, just Google girl lyrics back. The name of the song that comes up is Farewell Ride, and I don't know. I, I didn't. I don't know what that's about, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very ominous kind of death song. This, I mean, I'd probably heard Loser, but this was the first song I ever credited to Beck. I loved this song when I was 15. Yeah. This song was everything to me. I don't know why, but I couldn't get enough of this song when it came out. I just really like it. But I, I, I think, think this, that lyric's really cool. I think is that weird is intro part of the, like, just that YouTube video? Or no, I think where that's, you that's part of the song. Yeah. Oh. No, because, yeah, because I made sure, I didn't listen to these songs, but as I pulled them from YouTube, I did listen to, like, the first 15 seconds on Spotify to make sure it matched with the YouTube video I was pulling. Uh, and yeah, I, no, yeah, because I had to double check with this one. Uh, but I kind of dig it. Like, it doesn't add anything to the song. It doesn't need to be there. But I kind of like it, and I like this, just the really, like, sudden transition. It's yeah. a bold choice. Turn it up real quick and listen to the line again. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's cyanide. Yeah. I'm not cyanide guy. But he's yeah, saying it. Yeah, he's just saying cyanide he's, instead uh, of he's cyanide. He's intentionally saying it in a yeah. way that can be misinterpreted. Yeah, like the fa- yeah. when you said it scratched out in the art book, like or in the lyric book, like oh okay, that was an oh okay, he did that on purpose. I'm yeah, do it. right. Yeah, he did. Okay, it's, so, it's like it's, uh, it's like that uh, fucking Pearl Jam song, uh, Yellow Lead Better that we were talking yep. about. Like in the in some of the live shows, he says, "Is my brother coming home in a box or in a bag?" Yeah, instead of. Am I the boxer or the bag? Yeah. Like it you sounds like he says on the album. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um Alright, so how so does he beat me? Uh what I mean that's a solid song. Mm-hmm. Uh 
like just knowing what is coming after that weird uh 16-bit midi file uh mm-hmm. i i guess it would just go to first okay. not really hit yeah like i give it a second and i'll be like oh it's this song okay uh okay i mean i don't know man i don't so know does the runner from second get to third or is he stuck on second no nah, that's that's a walk bro it just barely oh, stuck on, okay yeah uh what you He's got stuck next, on Josh? second let's do elevator music one two you know what to do all right Get it out of the frame I shake my leg on the ground Like an epileptic battery man I'm making my moves Letting loose like a bell Little worse for wear But I'm wearing it well Tell me what's wrong With a little grind and bump When yeah. the stereos are rough With the kick drum punch Which you do it once Probably do it again and again You did it before But you're more erratic than them And you had a rough night The vibe's just begun Let a little bit of this Pass with the stunts Don't let it hold you back Like you're already no dead flowers gonna grow till the dirt gets wet Put the elevator music on Pull me back where I belong So, uh, I like that opening line a lot The one, two, you know what to do Yeah, it's good yeah. Comes in good There's a part near the end that sounds like a fire alarm And listen to it with ear po- earbuds in I scared the crap out of me <laughs> But yeah, I just thought this was a really solid song off of um, off the information. I think it might have came out before. I don't know when it came out, to be honest with you, but I kind of liked it. It was kind of a, a loser-esque song, like very, very Beckish. I just enjoyed listening to it. Adam, you got any, like, rebuttal? Uh, I'm, 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 no, you go ahead. Oh, no. Ahead. Let, me, uh, let me go back real quick. In okay. 2005 and six, when uh, Beck put out Guero, which is an album that Girls off of, he did that album with the Dust Brothers, and he did another album with the dude that recorded his album before because he couldn't figure out which style he liked better. Oh, okay, gotcha. So this is more of like one, like he was splitting his styles into two CDs. There were a couple of artists that did that at the time, like uh, System of a Down did that, and Bright Eyes did that. Okay. Same time frame. It was like if you. It was like separating your styles into two different albums because at the time albums mattered so much more than they do now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Andy. What you got? Uh, I mean, I wish it stayed the same as it was in the beginning. That was. Mm-hmm. That's like a weird, funky. Beck you could rap. say that about almost every Beck song. Yeah, <laughs> most every most Beck song them... seems to just burn out. Like the Dear Life did it, and like. I would say girl did it a little bit like like he's got a good two minutes in him and then yeah like he he got to the hook and just kind of shit on what he what he yep. was working with uh it fuck i'm just trying to see like if i would listen at least to the chorus or to the hook or whatever before going back to intergalactic uh i would give it a minute that would load your bases. <coughs> All right. All right. So I don't think your runner from second would get yeah. home with that one. I um I kind of 
So I was going to wait to for Andy to get done and then extol the virtues of this song because I fucking adore the beginning of this song. Yeah. And I was because again I didn't listen to these beforehand and I love that and then the rest of the song happened. Yeah. Uh, yep. Man. I was like, damn, this is yeah, like, this, this is a like, solid like, matchup like, oh for my Beastie God, Boys. This is like yeah. I love this. Like this might be like my favorite Beck song and then it Nope. Turned it's into elevator favorite music. Minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite Beck well. minute. Yeah, I think the uh, best thing you could do here is here one, two, you know what to do, and switch over to Intergalactic. See, I think the whole, like, <laughs> first verse is fantastic. No, the I first really verse is really it. good. But man, yeah, all right, what you got next, Josh? Oh, uh, let's do Go It Alone. By the man with my hands in my pocket, tinkled in a wish coin that I stole from found out was standing on the cares in the world. When I get older, climbing up on the back porch fence just to see the dogs running with the wind and the question, and my shivering voices singing through a crack. really enjoy this song i can't explain why i just like the style and like the way it sounds yeah um beck's evidently a big fan of like that kind of music like the style yeah he really wanted to get into recording this kind of song so he did a song he did this and a couple more songs like it i went with this one because i just liked it the most yeah i had heard this like when you said the name i couldn't place it but uh when like it got to the chorus like i was like oh yeah yeah i have heard the song and yeah but I was with it at least to the course. What do you think, Adam? I think it's alright. Like I don't know. It doesn't really do much for me. It just uh-huh. it is. It's not bad, but yeah, I don't think it was. Man. That's what Beck should name his uh, <laughs> greatest hit CD. Beck. It, it, it is. It is. Uh, it, it is. It exists. Okay. It's just, just Beck. Beck. I like, it's I like music. I would definitely listen to or listen right. to it until the course. Uh so at least two of your boys run. got got home. Uh, and oh then, yeah, and I suppose that would that's, be that's yeah, it because it was it was bases loaded. Uh, yeah, and then listening to the chorus is a is a double. Yeah. Is it a double? Yeah, I, mean, I guess you're right. All right, well, it's totally up to interpretation. Damn. damn. All right, shit. Sorry, Adam. Like, right, Josh, gets his, Josh gets his some first instrumentals win. trying to get dunked on. Josh, Josh finally gets his first win. I'm a I did it. So, so this is what number four. Yeah, yeah this is the fourth one. So Josh one. is three. See, so Josh is one, two, and one because y'all did tie in that one. No, no, I, we won. We like called we it a tie, but the I went back wrong. and listened to it, oh, and gotcha. uh, Andy won. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, um, any ones that you wanna that you wanna hit that we didn't get to, Josh? Because there's a couple you didn't get to. Um, I'm surprised. There's one that I'm surprised we didn't get to. I guess you were saving it just in case. Yeah, you, know, you had a deep. Um, Talking about high five? No, but I'll play high five. Oh, you want me to? No, you ain't got to. Which okay. one were you ho- waiting for? I think uh, Gamma Ray. Like, I think Gamma oh, Ray's Gamma Ray's good. good.
So uh, is I had a good Gamma song. Ray. I had Gamma Ray batting last. Let Makes me explain sense. why. I originally had Dear Life batting last because I wanted to end on it because it's such a it's a good song. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, nah, I got to get that song in before I get out and make Andy mad. Um, <laughs> but I originally had Gamma Ray second just so I could point out the uh, Ice Caps Melting Down lyric. Yeah, I was about, about to how say. Bad. I- I noticed <laughs> to lead about climate loser, change to lead me into loser shit. because of the way you you put with loser. I immediately grabbed that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna play that just to to, yeah. to warm you up. Um, I can't. So I want you to listen to the beginning of Gamma Ray one more time. Give it a second. Let's see. And now I want you to listen to the beginning of uh, the Cage of the Elephant. This is not uh, me saying that this is like ripped off or anything like that. I just think it is amusingly similar. Uh, the Cage of the Elephant song, Mess Around. I just, uh, just amuses. I can't think of, I can't think That's of one song similar. without thinking of the other. Uh, they're very different, but like similar. Anyway, uh, anything else, Josh? You wanna, you wanna take a victory lap finally? I'm, anything? I'm... I'd like to thank Beck for uh, making no, you listen fucking to it. Don't. Don't. No, you don't. Don't lie to me. I'd give Gamma Ray a double, too, so yeah. that would put the other ones in like, if you wanted to just thing, rub it in for Adam. That's the thing with, with, with Beck, where it's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, I don't really give a shit about Beck. And like you listen to Beck, and you're like, I'm going to forget all these songs the moment they're done, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying them while they last. So when I yeah. first listened to these like, songs, I had a list of like... from Beck because of that. Right. I had a list of like 20 songs and I was like, these 20 songs are great. And then I listened to it for a couple of days and I was like, fuck Beck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I've been. Beck. I that's was how mad. I've been on these last or the, the first ones, the only ones we've done. Yeah. Uh, can't really say these last ones, uh, <laughs> the fucking only ones we've done. Like we, <laughs> we pick our songs and then we fucking like try to establish some sort of, uh, reasoning for why yeah. they are better and like just and see, burn ourselves out that's, see, that's why i'm bumping on this one that's why i picked bc boys because i didn't do that like I, the, I you can't get burned out i picked my I, songs I, and walked I, the fuck away like, i, I really wasn't just like listening to, to like, them a lot or anything like that it's just like i just knew yeah you knew those songs <laughs> yes. yeah like we we've been picking artists like or we know some songs yeah. or uh, really quite a few in. songs but then we're like, God damn, like, I didn't even know that this song was here, and it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to hear most of the rest of this album, or, you know, some similar stuff. Yeah. I don't know how Josh has been feeling about them. I haven't listened to any of the bands we've done again. <laughs> oh. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I listen a... to, like, my go-to karaoke God. Journey songs, and... Like, I'm sure you listened to whatever that Journey song was you loved. The way you said yeah. I haven't listened to any of these like bands again was there was a there was a just a haunted echo to those words oh, yeah. of of just like you have made decisions that are going yeah. to affect you for the rest of your I've life. I've never listened to these bands. Uh, yeah, so it's... you won, Josh. I'm proud of you. Um, Thank you. Thanks for letting him win, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Listen, You're a nicer man, man than I am. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to really, sit. Yeah, what's that? I I really like want to do in the future an episode where we just like no scope where it's like, yeah, hey, at the end of the podcast, really we're just like, know. all right, yeah. here's the two bands. Let's go. Pick nine yeah. songs right now. Yeah, and then I think that'd be fun. May take you're 10 stuck minutes with to pull them all. Yeah, or we um, should uh, pick the songs for the other person and then. Oh God! God. Send it. Oh no! God, <laughs> that would be unlistenable. I'm- 
I'm bad. not saying pick bad ones. I'm saying but pick good would. ones. But no, I like, wouldn't. I honestly I would. wouldn't. I would. I'm not yeah, you're that. a piece of shit, though. You're the ump. <laughs> That's why you're the ump now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I want to give Sorry a shout to out to my sister who texted me the other day and said, "Why didn't you tell me you had a podcast?" Because I guess <laughs> I think she might be your friend, one of y'all's friends on Facebook. Mine. Yeah, she's she mine. just added oh, me yeah. like the other day and, too. And there you go. And and it was like, oh, I guess I, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> you just said, and, oh, what about my listen. other one? Uh, and then she was like, hey, um, I suggest, she was like, I, you, y'all should do Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And I was like, that has been discussed. Man. Yeah. Disgusted. Uh, it, would be, it would be something. So we were talking about next time looking at Lonely Island. We're doing something. I want to do something. Hold up. Uh, yeah, keep talking. Uh, okay. I want, I want <laughs> to sorry. do something a bit uh, looser. Uh, that's like I want to do this where it's kind of like we're we're coming in and we're just kind of here to have a good time listening to funny stuff and laughing. I think uh, we could use that every now and again. That's not oh, as yeah. you know, not as researched, not as intensive. Just kind of like you know, let's just you know, let's all have a good time. Like I'm doing Lonely Island, Josh. I think you were talking about doing uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, uh, I would also suggest Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Yeah, I don't know how comedic to go because like i would really like to do very comedic i want to do garfunkel and oats oh shit i think they're so they're really good yeah that's interesting because like i kind of already i've been listening to a lot of lonely island lately i don't know why so i've kind of i kind of already know like what songs i want to do um and it's and that's tenacious really d would be much i, I feel be like e- much easier to invest in that's them. the thing and i kind of want it i don't want this to be because like okay so a little bit of how the sausage is made on this one i want us to send each other the songs i don't want andy to know what these songs are going in because oh, i feel like half the no, fun is that's, getting the that's ad- what i wanted to do yeah this time uh, like where y'all send me the song list like of all your songs yeah songs well i like want to do the day before so i can yeah. listen to them so well, see, i can make a I judgment do the, beforehand the opposite of that i want to do like because i think with with these songs because we're not I, I don't want to take it as seriously i want it to be a little looser a little bit more fun i think half the fun of this stuff is getting the reaction to the first time you listen to a song like that okay so no tenacious d then because but like even even then it's like it's still like he like even just not knowing what the song's gonna be. No, like, I'd, the, it's it's gonna be me talking about Beelzebub for twenty minutes. No, 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 that's fine. Like I don't mean that like that. I just think like I want it to be like you send me your songs. I I don't listen to any of them. I build the list and then we go and then we just all have a really good time laughing at dick jokes. Yeah, I think uh, Garfunkel notes would be better. Okay, that listen, format. go for it. I believe I want to do Tenacious D one day. Yes, but. and yeah, and I think that's not a bad idea, especially with like stuff that because I'm doing a lot of Lonely Island stuff, and I'm Listen. once once again I'm not going to really be hitting up the 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 big name songs uh, in a weird Garfunkel way. Garfunkel and Oates has a CD named Slippery When Moist. God, I am so excited. Gar, I Kate Kate McCucci is a national treasure, and <laughs> I have loved her since I saw her on Scrubs, and she is wonderful in everything she has ever touched. I like her a lot. It's um, so good. They popped up on my um, Discover Weekly once, and I've yeah, been listening to them ever since. They're really good. Uh, okay, so it's uh, something to keep. So, speaking of Lonely Island, a- anything else? Like, I'm, 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 I'm taking it to the outro. Anything else? Any, anything else? You I would add. Uh, 
Well, I mean, are you going to do to this our usual little plugs like for your other stuff? Uh, yeah, it's past a mania. I don't know. It's fucking we're in the doldrums of eighties wrestling. Like, I don't know. It's fucking don't. You don't, mispronounced the golden age. Don't don't pro watch, wrestling. Don't watch the Royal Rumble nineteen eighty eight or nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Don't. I know. I got I got three hours and forty minutes of WrestleMania five. I need to watch between oh now and God. this weekend. I don't know if I got it in me, man. Jesus. Uh, uh, just watch uh, it at one and a half times speed. It'd be fucking God, hilarious. it would be like watching a 2019 <laughs> match. Honestly, God, I wish I could. I you can, I bet. I don't think I have that setting on the WWE Network. Uh, um, but yeah, anything else? Any other plugs? Anything? Josh, you got a tournament page on Facebook? Yeah, right now we're doing... degenerates and scum and villainy that can't do nothing right? They can't. That You are correct. <laughs> Who are these... Dead motherfuckers picking, uh, damn, I can't even remember. It was some shitty candy. Like, you're doing and, Halloween candy, right? Yeah. Right now, I'm doing, for Halloween, we're doing two polls. Horror movie villains and Halloween candies. And it's not just candies for Halloween. It's, which candy would you be more excited to get if you went trick-or-treating and got that candy? Yeah. And, Reese, he, and I want to trade candy. Reese Cups. Yeah. Yeah, Reese's. Win. So, one time I was at Trivia, and the question was, I think I might have been with y'all, the question was like, what chalky, round, like, you know, like, coin-shaped candy was the first candy in America? And nice. I wrote down Smarties and was excited, and it was, and it was Necco Wafers. Yeah. So, I put Necco Wafers in against Reese Cups, first round. Yeah. To get that trash suck. out. They're you not good. Seen, uh, Necco Wafers are terrible. Like, Smarties are okay. They're solid, are, and you I'm, can I'm okay Necco, you can crunch Necco, them up, and yeah, it like, looks like you're smoking. Yeah, Necco wafers are <laughs> are, are are tums. They're just tums. Yes, they are. Uh, but yeah, so go do that. Um, anything yeah, else? The, the candy bracket uh, is not going is yeah, wanted, uh, but uh, um, yeah, uh, do that. we're having fun. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What the, up, uh, Andy? Uh, I think we're uh, the karaoke times have been switching up. Oh yeah. Like, uh, no more Wednesday nights, uh, because you're doing Friday, right? It's Thursdays and uh, every other Friday if there's yeah. not a home game on that weekend, which is gotcha. like it's it's rounding out the season. Like yeah. Ole Miss isn't fucking doing anything, so you that's got gonna about a month left. Yeah, yeah, and as long as it's not raining, since it's on a fucking roof, yes. Uh, they should be doing that, but uh, Southern Table Bar and Grill God. has karaoke on Thursdays, and it's a whole lot better than it was when it was uh, the other restaurant, which I can't name. Uh, I mean, I can, but I'm not going to. Okay. Just for say, fear uh, of any like, backlash. I, <laughs> hey, y'all should do karaoke like on the weekends when I could go down there because I didn't wake up Friday at 4.30 night, in man. the morning. No, Friday on a day night. where I ain't waking up at 4.45 in the morning. Friday night, God. feelings right. And you don't want me to fall asleep on the dang stage. Drink some bangs or some uh, rains. Did you know that bang energy drink is a, like it's banned in the EU because it's got something in it called super creatine, and the EU was like, no, nah, <laughs> oh god, no, no, super creatine. It was just to get around the uh, like whatever laws against creatine in yeah. drinks. Like uh, back in the day when we were working out uh, one summer, my I brother and you I with your would creatine. Yeah, we would take creatine supplements, and there was an energy drink that had creatine in it. Yeah, and we would pound that shit, uh, go work out, 
after that's, working for about six hours God. that day. And that's how we ended uh, with, that's how we got that picture of Andy violating Josh in a tent downstairs in the dorm, and Josh looking totally ah. terrified. That's <laughs> nothing but creatine. That's just how yeah, it got. Slap uh, a big man bang energy over that. <laughs> yeah. No fear. Energy drink. Yeah, there you go. Back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, that's all we got going. Right, you know, cool. some... um, right, okay. So I think I might have found like the new like a new permanent theme song for this show. Oh shit. Yeah. I I watched the uh unauthorized Bash Brothers experience on Netflix. It's good. Cool. Yeah, it's real it's good. This Lonely Island thing. Well, save that for the Lonely Island one no, and play not, that song. I sent not you using in the it. chat, bro. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, it's because I no. I listen. Get Deborah queued up. Fucking fuck Deborah. Man, fuck you. Listen, I think this exemplifies what we're trying to get across in this show. I'm not going to use this song as a pick, and this is a bridge to the next episode. No. You it's always play song that you wanted to hear. Let's bash. Josh, have you never heard this? Yeah, yeah, I've already, okay. I've seen, uh, it's, I've okay, just making sure, because this is, God. Acknowledging our feats via human connection, let's bash, let's monster bash, hit a tanner out the stadium for monster cat, hit a dinger through the fucking VIP sweet class, break your fucking arm and half and then sign the cast. Get well soon, love Jose. Sorry about your arm, wall boys. It happens. I might be an athletic, but I'm built like a giant and I'm wearing white socks like an angel that's flying, met a blue jay that's fucking an Oreo, you like a marlin exposed to the oil that a pirate or a mariner spilled out his tank. That's a cardinal sin, Padre! Man, tell it to the ranger, you feel brave, little cub cub, try to sock me, but when I'm seeing red, shit is gonna get rocky. I'm Dr. Fields, beat your blood, red sock soggy. Astrophysicist, make you see stars promptly. I'm more hopped up than a brewer that's hyper. Sit Indian style when I'm Yankee on my tiger. I'm staring at a Philly with some major league twins. If you didn't know by now, I'm naming baseball teams. Let's bash! Let's bash! Let's monster bash! Round tripper make the pitcher feel like donkey ass Hit a ding dong doodle with my bing bong back We smack a blast and we smash a bash I'm just saying, for this show, nothing, nothing exemplifies it more than hit a stater at the tater Hit a tater at the stater Donkey ass